the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Sorry, I'm at 9.30 a.m. The answer. <laughs> down a little bit. Yeah, I am. I'm turning it down. All right. It's like I was kind of stuck there. But anyway, all right. 308-8867 is our number. Is that better? Still, Still a hot? Okay. Hang on. How's that? That's better. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. And if you're calling from outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin doing a lot of shopping today. Yeah, I got uh, I was, I'm so happy with my Whoppers, and they're, and they're dealing with the heat pretty well. Then I noticed that I have kind of a... Uh, one of my beds, I have some open area in there, and I, uh, you know, I tested the whoppers I had left over from the the containers, and they look good there. They're prospering, so I, I just got some more whoppers to fill in there, and then uh, I got a, uh, a few more tomato plants. Yeah, well, I, whoppers in in two different colors or three? I, I just got two. I don't. I th- I think there could be three, but I, I think we've They're generally pink. talked about two around here. Yeah. Yeah, because well, you could have four, couldn't you? You could have the two f- flower colors and the two leaf colors. Right, that's true. That's true. But I think we've got just the two, uh, we've got the dark, uh, the light, and uh, both of them red flowers, I believe. Yeah. So, again, 308-8867. Don't forget, next Saturday here at Millburgers, we've got one of the children's gardening classes. This one's going to be on insects. Bugs for you kids out there. Don't bug me, Milton. Uh, I don't get it. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, Mary's going to be conducting it. She's done some great research. It's the good, the bad, the ugly when it comes to bugs. Kids love this class, and uh, it's absolutely free, uh, starting at 10, going till 11. And uh, all we ask is that you make a reservation by calling um, the uh, phone at, uh, uh, calling Millburgers at 497-3760, 497-3760. that looks like she's got a plant that misbehaved. <laughs> she's yanked it. Yeah, she's teaching that plant a lesson. All right, so uh, call and make your reservation so they know how many Sweet folks tater. are coming. Yes, I pulled it out of the front pond. Oh. Going to transplant it or toss it? Made it a water plant. Oh, wow. <laughs> Made it a, uh, a sweet potato into a water plant? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, 308 308 toll free. Oh, it's okay. Do you want to come on and tell us what you did? Oh, okay. So what else you got going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we still, still got the uh, the Myers lemon and Mexican lime on sale. Uh, yeah. Just uh, like it was yesterday. Save over 50%. And uh, it's interesting. I, we, you remember yesterday we had a call from somebody that had, had, was going to have to cut off a limb of their of their citrus tree, and they, they didn't want to throw it away. They wanted to root it and, oh. and grow another plant. And uh, I told them, I said, you know, it, it's a long process, especially with citrus. Uh, so you can't you can't beat this price of uh, the sale price is seventeen dollars. So uh, that's that's what is that in, interpret into real retail sixteen eighty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's uh, uh, yeah. The price yeah, the, the, I, I got the, the price is, uh, is 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 that is as close to. It's really close to the wholesale that the, yeah. the nursery pays for. And I got a couple of the limes to replace the mine that froze, and uh, they're setting fruit. Uh, you mean this was? This is for the, the sale earlier. I mean, the, earlier the, in the year. Earlier yeah. in the year, the same, basically the same sale. Nice-looking plants, uh, bloomed and setting fruit. They don't, the thing about citrus in a container like that, they don't miss a bet. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you know, you don't have to ask about whether they can survive transplanting. or. I've even, uh, well, quite often transplanted in, you know, from whiskey barrel to whiskey barrel, which mm-hmm. is a kind of a horrendous process, and you knock soil off and everything, but citrus just seems to tough it out and yeah. do fine. <clears throat> the important thing in, in containers is... Uh, of the copious amounts of osmocote, slowly fertilizer. Because most people, when they buy them here, they have a little bit of osmocote in them, and they've been fertilized every time they've been watered. So they're really dark green and nice. But, and people take them home and uh, maybe put them in a larger container or, or whatever, and they expect them to stay green like that. But the, re- the reason they're green like that is because they're, they're being fertilized uh, daily with a water-soluble fertilizer, and uh, they've are, they've got uh, Osmocote uh, slow-release fertilizer uh, put a, put a, in and around the plants uh, while they're growing out and in if, the nursery. That mix, mixing up uh, soluble fertilizer every time you water bothers you. You don't have to do that. You just get a plastic 40 gallon uh, garbage can and you put i use muracid and you just uh, put a, one of the full packets in there and fill it full of water stir it up and then and i you, you could do you know if you water every week or twice a week you just dip it out dip it out and uh, put it in in the plants that's much easier to mix it once a month or once every yeah. six weeks than it is every every time you water or every week if he, I think they'd get they'd do pretty well if they used the soluble fertilizer every week. Or, yeah, 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 they will. But 
that uh, that that's a that's a good. This is a good time to buy them. Uh, Anytime you well, get that when, price, it's yeah, a good time. Yeah, when you to get buy. that price, yeah. Like I said, as I remember, the wholesale price on those things is something like fourteen dollars. Yeah, you were saying that. that so they they're not they're not making that much money on those things. Uh, so it's a good opportunity if you're looking for them. Yeah. Uh, so they'll be on sale till tomorrow. Uh, so today would be a good day to come on down, or tomorrow, make sure. But uh, you came down then because they'll go off sale on Tuesday. So don't miss this opportunity. 308-8867. 308-8867 is our number. Yes, sir, you were going to say something? Oh, I was just thinking, too, that they're, they're really a nice gift. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The lemon or the lime in a in a container, get get one of the, you know, big plastic container or, or a whiskey barrel and the soil and uh, uh, the plastic container a little easier to manage. And uh, and if somebody's got a birthday coming up or uh, one of the holidays, and if they're a gardener, they'll appreciate it. Nothing better when you have uh, visitors from the north and you've got that lime tree on your patio, you know, in the container with li- the limes to pick them up. Yes, would you like a, a margarita <laughs> with lime. a little fresh lime in there? Yeah. <laughs> And people are got planting tomatoes regardless of the hundred degree temperatures during the day. Uh, we had a had a fellow come up uh, and visit with us about uh, planting tomatoes today. You know, <clears throat> and uh, if you're not, if you, I, I asked him, I said, "Are you ready to plant? You know, do you have you pre-irrigated your your vegetable garden?" And he he uh, he swore that he had because. The only, the main reason you're gonna to lose tomatoes, uh, transplants at this time of the year is not from heat, but from uh, lack of water. Well, modify that now. If you spray boiling hot water from the hose yeah, on a small yeah. plant, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, and then the other, the other thing, uh, and I don't think people do that as much now, but. Uh, when you fer- when you uh, do your fertilizer, make sure it's not against the stem. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a salt. Yeah. And so that that but if you get these, uh, of course they're available in the one gallon if you want them too. But the but these one quart size I think is the perfect planting size. They're they're yeah. big enough to deal with the the heat. And they've got a a root reserve already there. Uh, they're just you know, you, you basically get a hundred percent survival rate on those things, and they're very inexpensive, buck ninety nine apiece. We've got Stephen on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Stephen. Welcome hey to Burgers Gardening, you? South Texas. Doing great, man. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right today. I'm really excited about coming by your store. Um, you have a great show going on, and Thank you. Uh, I just. I really was inquiring if uh, you guys had uh, any carnivorous uh, plants because I think that that's really uh, it's a more interactive experience. I think uh, uh, you know, and it maybe uh, could lead to something something of uh, extermination or something like that. At least a pest control type of factor uh, to the garden. So um, I was just inquiring if you had anything like that or any nightshade. Uh, that would be another uh, avenue I'd want to consider. 
They yeah. they had the uh, carnivorous. Uh, I the see, Venus flytraps. Yeah, Venus flytraps back in the greenhouse. Yeah, my granddaughters are always Behind, inter- yeah. interested. We're interested yeah. in those all the time. Those, that's exactly yeah. That's exactly the type of uh, new. Uh, you know, because I have the, my nephew, and he's uh, we're trying to get involved with the gardening, and uh-huh. I think he would think that he'd get a kick out of something like that. He's you want really dinosaurs? I don't know if you. How old is he? He's. Uh, I think he's uh, six years old. So he's okay. getting into well, that maybe, age where he's maybe he's a little inquisitive. young for that. But you know, one of the really interesting stories on uh, uh, milkweed is that it's a toxic. It's got got toxic chemicals, and the monarchs and the queen butterflies. Uh, use that uh, eat eat that foliage, and so then they are toxic. And the the martins and the, uh, other birds pass them up. So it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of the kind of a graduation of that uh, kind of issues you're talking about. Uh, it's pretty oh. it's pretty interesting. That is yeah. And it's the only Absolutely. it's the only only uh, species genus only genus of plants that they the monarchs will lay their eggs on. Milbergers has got two. They got that the native that's right in front of us, booming up a storm here, and then they've got the tropical, which is a larger with a darker red flower. But yeah, that, so I really that's kind of fun. I have a, a variant of uh, Asiatic lily that uh, it's uh, it, when it blooms, it's very vibrant. The color is very uh, it's a yellow uh, variant, but it's it's extremely gorgeous when it when it uh, when it blooms, but. Uh, it's unfortunately uh, had a little lack of water because of the moving transition that I've been doing lately. And but it's uh, once I get it back into full bloom, I think that it's really going to be explosive with those flowers. I just really uh, enjoy those those large blooms. Those are very uh, appealing to the eye. And uh, as an artist myself, I enjoy uh, taking pictures, photographs of those blooms, and and just keeping something up from up from that, and then maybe painting it or something like that. So. I really you, would like to. Have you ever grown Asian uh, angel, angel trumpets? No, I couldn't say I Matthew? have. I couldn't. Not directly, have, no, no. They they have those huge blooms on them uh, that if you're into huge blooms and fragrant yeah. flowers. Yeah, talk about a impact, exotic look. Yeah. And that toxic. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 uh, the deer won't eat them. So, uh, like, the, like the hibiscus, I, we have a hibiscus plant that was, I guess, it was already stationed where, where I'm planting the garden here. But uh, it has these large blooms. Obviously, those I haven't seen the ones that come out of this one, but I love those large pinkish uh, flowers or the red ones. Just uh, you know, right. very uh, the exotic. I like the exotic look. Uh, just something that is uh, that people will will like to mention the one and passing and so. But uh, right. So. Well, get you get you an uh, angel trumpet, one called uh, uh, Grimaldi. Uh, Grimaldi G, with a G. Yeah, with a G. With a G, and, okay. Uh, uh, that, that's that's the bloominess one that we have in there. But of course, there's there's other other colors and sizes and, and they'll get big. things like that. Wait, is this one your dwarfs that's seven foot tall or eight foot tall? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, something All right, just, sounds uh, good. Yeah, great. Well, I appreciate you, fellas. I uh, look forward to coming by, and uh, you have a yeah, great we'll show Yeah, we'll see you when you I, come by. I definitely Thanks, appreciate Dave. it. Thank you, guys. Great day. You bet, man.
All right, that'll free up a line at 308 8867. 308 8867. Toll free 866 308 8867. Well, Jerry, um, Dorothy gave me one of her hibiscus. Oh. And it's a big double pink. And I didn't don't remember the name of it but last year it grew to about six foot tall and had these late in the season had these big spectacular blooms this year it's eight feet tall so far yeah and just uh, Dorothy from such a little lady she's yeah, she likes she, the, the tall plants yeah she does um, I always try to get her get her, give me a dwarf get a dwarf uh, angel trumpet so I could, you know, we could grow them in the house, the, grow them in the greenhouse through the winter. And uh, she would always gravitate back to the one that she was so proud of because it, it reached the second story of her house, like 12 feet tall. I said, Dorothy, I, we can't handle that in the greenhouse yeah. in the winter. Well, you, uh, if my neighborhood's relatively small, 112 houses, and you don't, you drive around, it, it's pretty obvious which is Dorothy's uh, <laughs> landscape. <laughs> and she got the, those angel trumpets still out front, like they uh, used to be along the fence? Yeah, they're not as big as they have been in past yeah. years, but she's got them. And, of course, she's always got containers full out there, like she's providing them to some event yeah. or to a lecture or something like she's always done through the years. And she, she's an old-fashioned gardener that uses that heavy soil. You know, when you pick up her containers, uh-huh. they're they're not light like the nursery containers. Yeah, her son heavy, and, heavy her soil. son-in-law reminds me yeah, of that all yeah. the time. <laughs> but, yes, uh, I'm helping things, Dorothy. Things seem to grow pretty well, and they? they do. You can't they do. Compl- can't argue with success. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, we've got tomatoes here, and. Uh, Fall tomatoes uh, we, here. I got a email from a gardener, and he says, "All this talk about uh, fall tomatoes," and I called around to my near nurseries, and they don't they don't have any uh, tomatoes yet. And they said, the, "Goodness, one of them said the ne- they wouldn't be there till next week." So. He's going to make a trip to Millburgers. Yeah, yeah. He's in the mood and they had got, such good luck last year. They've got gallons. and. Uh, oh, yeah, look at the gallons. They're right really, really nice. And uh, in our favorite uh, quart size. Yeah. Um, I'm, I had to add a new row now because you told me Surefire was going to be available. Right. I can't pass up Surefire. <laughs> and then the uh, also the Ruby. Ruby, Ruby Crunch. Crunch. Ruby Crunch. Which is a cherry tomato with a, gra- a grape, a grape tomato, grape, yeah. really spectacular color, and it's supposed to have uh, be what yield yield the much greater even than the BHN 968, which is hard to believe. And we had one gardener here, stopped by yesterday that had worked with it at the children's garden, oh, David right. Rodriguez. Yeah, and he was trying to find see if the plants were here yet because he had tasted them. Yeah, and he said they were good. I think I think they're they're good too. Yeah, and he, because he he had maybe I influenced him. I said, surely they're not as good as BHN nine sixty eight. He said, close, close, uh. but he still rates that the highest. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. That's 308-8867 and toll free, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, and I'm smiling inside because I get to tell you something you've been waiting to hear a long time. Fall tomatoes are at Millburgers. That's right. Head on over to Millburgers where you'll find varieties that are specially chosen because they do well in this area. Those are the ones that Millburgers carries. These include Celebrity or Tycoon, HM1823, that's last year's Rodeo Tomato, Sweet Cherry, Valley Girl, and more. Ready? Fall tomatoes, four and a half inch pot, now just a dollar ninety nine over at Millburgers. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Mexican bush sage or Theralis. Gold Star Esperanza, you see them blooming all around town. Right now, Gold Star Esperanza are on sale for just nineteen eighty eight in a twelve inch pot. You'll even find Texas sage and you ready for this Meyer lemon and Mexican lime on sale fifty percent off. Now just sixteen eighty eight in a twelve inch pot at Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch The Little Mermaid. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's, South Alamo Medical Group, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters stop aggressive collection actions and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you but don't delay it's important to act now while you still have options optima is a rated with the better business bureau optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients get your life back call now for your free consultation call 800-711-5743 800-711-5743 800-711-5743 some restrictions apply for complete details please visit optimataxrelief.com if you have an annuity or are thinking about getting an annuity, then listen up. All annuities are not the same. Robin Hoppus, president of Big State Financial, may be able to add income to your retirement years. While some annuities can help protect your assets in a volatile market, having the wrong one could cost you thousands. Don't let this happen to you. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000 to learn how you might qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus to your retirement income value. This 20% bonus is for a limited time only. The number to call is 210-373-6000. Remember, all annuities are not the same. So call Big State Financial today to learn about the best annuity for you and how you may qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus on your retirement income value. An annuity can be a great alternative to market losses, and it can be a useful strategy 
strategy for transferring wealth. Call Big State Financial now to learn about this limited time offer. The number is 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or visit them online at BigStateFinancial.com. Larry Elder sees a glaring issue with the media. The Center for Public Integrity identified 430 people who were, quote, journalists, reporters, news editors, or television anchors. What percentage of the money that they gave went to Hillary, do you think, of these 430 journalists? 96% of the nearly $400,000 that they gave went to Clinton. 96%. The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, sir. Good afternoon. Yes, it is. I know. it's Time's <laughs> going by. What's happening, dude? Uh, it's a beautiful day. Lots of color and a uh, few unique items out there. few? Talk about the plant of the weekend real quick. That's All unique. right. So the plant of the weekend. This is a perfect plant for a split home Tell between UT okay. and A&M. All right. This is an Esperanza that's meant to get somewhere around the five-foot range. Right now, it is blooming UT orange. And as the weather cools off for fall, it will resemble more of an Aggie maroon. All right. Hmm. Very cool. No, it's you can cool. Make gradu- it graduates to Aggie maroon, or is that what you're saying? Uh, degresses, I guess <laughs> yeah. is a better word. <laughs> so uh, for... For those of you who have the 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 home like I do, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, a wonderful uh, plant to put in the landscape because it's going to be still blooming both colors when football season starts. So beginning of season will be Longhorn, and then by the end of the season it will be Aggie. Meant, meant a lot more when they were in the same division, but you know. <laughs> oh, that's probably good too because usually the Aggie season is longer than the UT season. Well, you're leading into baseball or something like that. <laughs> but it's a cool one. It's called Fire... Uh, it's a Bells. Bells, uh, of, uh, Bells of Fire. Bells of Fire, that's it. It's very pretty. I mean, even if you don't have a mixed household. Uh, it's a, it's, and, a, and it's one a, of those conversation and, plants. And it's a dwarf, Asperanza. Compared at to five the, feet? Uh, yep. Yeah. Tech says up to five. And it's perennial, so, so it'll the, just, uh, if it freezes down, it'll come back up? Should. Yes. Okay. Rudhar. And like all Esperanza, it's a favorite hummingbird plant, too. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, it's uh, if uh, you want something different, then this would be a good choice. Um, and let's see, I'm going to go look it up and see if I can find it online. This, this one is really a hummingbird plant because it's got a, a tubular bloom. Even much, more. Much more so yeah. than uh, um, Esperanza. And when, when, I, when I was rooting through them yesterday, there's actually one out there, I can't remember the name, that's even more of a dwarf that only got to three feet. You can see it from here. There's just one right on the front corner of that tomato table. Um oh. Well, but, then, uh, then you were, uh, when you left, Sparklet, I think. Yesterday you were over there by a customer had picked one oh, up. Oh, they'd already picked and one they up? They had, that one was really orange. I don't know if it was the the light or, I mean, that really showed. It was uh, definitely a pretty, well, they're all oh, pretty. Oh, that's right. Milton says that, that looks more like a Tennessee orange or something. What's that? Oh, oh the that other one? That, that, yeah. They had the Esperanza over there. 
Yeah, so uh, if you go, now you got to kind of be careful what you find. Is that but... bee on your chest going to bother you at all? No. Yeah, a little bit. All right, let's see. Go to the send him over to me. Yeah, send him to Calvin. You can visit with him. But go on the internet and type in Bells of Fire Esperanza. Uh, the first one I found was yellow, which wasn't right. But if you go to the images on Google, uh, you'll see them, and it's a really cool look. Uh, you can see how it would go from uh, burnt orange to a maroon uh, very quickly. Like this one is almost right. Yeah. So it's well, I'm looking, and you can't see. Oh, it. I can. I can see. I yeah. was and, Jerry. And Jerry well, Jerry knows. He's the one who uh, found the. Yeah. Started I, this. I, I transported the uh, the, ge- the genetic uh, material uh, out to. Uh, GMO. Uh, another GMO effort on your part. GMO. No, it wasn't GMO. Something manipulation or <laughs> it was breeding. genetic it was manipulation. Genetic, yeah. genetic breeding. Yeah. He manipulates, but not genetically. There you go. Thank you. Hey, and so uh, check it out. And then if you want one, Thank you. Uh, come by today and get one. How many do we have? Oh, thanks. How many do we have well, left? I got another batch over here. Oh, good. Um, in a three gallon. So this one is twenty four ninety nine, and I think there's a few right there. So I'd say another ten. Okay. So if you want one, go online. You see it. You want one. Uh, call the nursery at 497-3760, That's a number for the office here at Millburgers. And then they'll just tell them, say, put, put aside one for me, put aside two. Whatever it is, they'll tell you the price, total, and everything. And they'll just put them aside. So if you need to come tomorrow and can't come today or Tuesday, you're taken care of. So, uh, yep, that's a, a real uh, nice feature on this, uh, actually, on Plan of the Weekend. Uh, and uh, it's a nice feature that Millburgers does. So uh, check it out online and then give them a call. And being an Esperanza, it will actually bloom more this this fall. Uh, and it's a full sun plant. In other words, you put it in the full sun. But great for patio because, like I said, yeah. it's, it's not a small tree like uh, Gold Star is. It's a dwarf, and it, it also has a tendency to have fewer seed. In other words, it's... Uh, close to sterility, which is what we were trying to, to accomplish earlier on. And uh, that means that it uh, doesn't form seeds, which means it blooms more. Doesn't waste the energy trying to create seed. Right, right. Chase, I was mentioning that there's a little, there's a, I don't know, about 20 tuberosa plants, milkweeds, yes. milkweeds out here. With bloom, uh, that's the largest plant of uh, those plants that I've seen in the containers, and they're they're full of bloom. They are nice. Yeah. So th- this would be, I hate to say that because uh, you know it's so hard for people to find them, but here they are, in full bloom, full size, and you get those, you can just transplant those right into your garden for the butterflies. What else, Trace? Well, we still got a pretty good selection of tomatoes and peppers. Uh, and more coming this week. And let's see, what else? Um, I wanted some, to ask a question about this uh, te- Texas Sage Sinisa, which is on sale. Okay. Uh, it says uh, that they're on sale regularly $25 on sale for $15. And... Uh, the, but they only mention uh, Silverado and Green Cloud. And there's there's Compact over there uh, in that group. And I guess you're getting at his legacy on that. Right. Uh, I think we could accidentally make that happen. Is that right? Okay, then that's, that's because that's a rare one. 
Lynn's Legacy, named after Lynn Lowry, and uh, specially brought in. Uh, the, this is, I, I would be pretty comfortable in saying that this is the only nursery in San Antonio, maybe in South Texas, that has Lynn Legacy, the the sky blue, uh, uh, sky blue uh, uh, Sinisa that we always talk about. And if you've ever seen this bloom. This will be your favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's but it, because and, it's it's not it's uncommon. Yeah, and in fact, as we've said before, when we the first time we saw it at Mitchell Lake, we wondered what it was. Yeah, and, that's right. And, yeah, that can't that can't be Sinisa. I mean, <laughs> are you sure that's? First time I saw it, I thought it was an azalea. <laughs> uh, it, it looked it reminded me of azaleas of the South. But they're so but they're, they're tough. They're tough. Uh, you know, like the Sinisa, they can take full sun. They're a good xeriscape plant. But uh, the bloom, the bloom, and it's a nice compact plant too. But the bloom is really superior. Bloom is definitely different. You know, I don't know if I've got a write up. I, I took a lot of good pictures of that uh, Sinisa, but I can't remember if I got them on plantnatural.com or not. I can I've look. Got, I've got a column that in the archives someplace there that About described them. Lynn's legacy. Yeah. And what was the one yesterday that you said had a more green leaf? That's also on the sale. green cloud. Okay. Then the, the gray. Right. The green cloud is closer to your traditional size, so it's a uh, can get taller. Okay. And then the compact is probably the next step down. So you're still talking, you know, five feet, give or take, uh, a little more dense foliage. Silverado, I think, is the best. As far as having more foliage, it's a denser, denser growth habit. Doesn't get quite as big. Right. Um, is that more silver? It is silver. Yeah. I would say it's more. Well, I guess it's more silver because there's more leaves. Yeah. And since the sage is uh, semi-deciduous, that one was actually proven to to lose less leaves during the winter than the traditional ones as well. And, and, that, that, and supposedly that, bloom more too, right, Milton? Yeah. That that was that Which was one, the, the Silverado. Oh, well, only only Let's when it's yes. getting ready to oh, rain. Yes. Well, I mean rain. Only according, when it's getting ready to rain. According to Milton, but yes, that, mean, that one is supposed to. That one was. I think the the number was like nine times more frequently that it bloomed. It was it was a big number. <laughs> we'll say nine. I could be off a little bit. And that that was found and uh, propagated by uh, was, right outside uh, of San Antonio. That was Color Spot and Turkey Creek. Right, right. They shared the patent on that yeah, one. Yeah. So what does it mean when it, they say a write-up? So I've got three paragraphs on the Lowry legacy. Uh, pictures. Yeah, and pictures. Oh, it's got pictures? Yeah, yeah. pictures. Can you see it? That's yeah. showy. Okay, that's him. Okay. Yeah, that's Good. how plant answers. That, that comparison, that comparison, the one in the front is uh, Lynn Legacy there. and uh, Oh, and the one on the far, far right is a common one. Okay, yeah, you can see a difference. But I, I don't think we can say that it uh, that the Silverado and all of them bloom more. Well, if, they, if they only bloom. According, according if, to the patent, well, that's just according to Milton. According uh, to the patent, it's supposed to bloom more frequently. But I mean, it would have to rain more frequently, right? As per Milton, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm standing by my thing here. I don't care. What I mean, that, uh, that, I mean, you newfangled it, horticulturist, it you come in here and you start 
tossing out all the they've old timers. They've stuff. all got to bloom at the same mm-hmm. time. If it's uh, you know when the rain's coming. It's more false so, facts. So. More false facts. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. <laughs> false news or. So how many uh, do we have of those? You know. Uh, there's a good fifty, I think, still. Okay. So uh, anything and, on that one? You'd probably. That's just the Lynn's legacy. There's probably. 50 or better of the others as well. Uh-oh, I think we're getting a question from the crowd. Can we ask your question on the air? She's got, okay. a, got a bag of dead plants. There. Yeah, you, you start off here on yeah. the air. I'm going to give my microphone to Trace. They're not dead. They doesn't look dead. Well, so we have these bushes around the house, and they're getting this white fuzz net on them, and it's spreading. You see, it looks like spider yeah. webs. Yeah, I think and it's getting it worse is. and worse. And but it's all, it's just spreading. So I don't know. There's some more. Is it something? We tried to put alcohol on it like you do in house, you know, and you see some of that white webbing thing. These are, these are large shrubs or what are they? Um, no, it's only about these, this tall and they're around the house. They're yeah. pretty tall. It's Yopon, right? Boxwood. Boxwood, yeah. Yeah. It's just getting this I, I webbing think, more and more. I think that's mites. Starting. I didn't see any mites. I even put my glasses on. I didn't see eh. mites. I don't see any mites either. Watch it's out. Some type of spider. Watch out for the sunglasses. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going for a real spider myself. Yeah, it's sticky. It's a spider. But it's spreading across all of the Sp- Spiders multiply, and you got plenty of bugs out there, all the mosquitoes and things flying around. They're not hurting the plant, though, are they? Yeah, I mean, it's spreading, getting worse across all the plants. We didn't know if it's killing it or not. I mean, nah, we, we can kill off the spiders, but in general, spiders are pretty darn good for the is, environment. There he is. He's hiding right there. In plain sight, there's your spider. Where? You messed up his home. There it is. Oh, wow. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, wait, that, I killed all that. All last night, and you tore it apart, and now we're going to have to go hungry until I build another. Well, what do I do about it? Well, it's it's I think I think you can reduce population without destroying it by just using a soapy water, a really dilute soapy water solution. And then, uh, then you'll, there'll still be like a few spiders. Soap, but you know, just put some ivory soap in a thing or yeah. a hose and spray it. What is it, 5%? Or, or there's a mix. Or well, there's pre. We got pre-mixed ones. Um, when it comes to fatty acid, if you mix it wrong, you can screw stuff up. I think the the weed <laughs> the weed killer version is at three percent, and the insect killing version is two and a half to one percent. So you don't you don't really you're not worried about a complete kill. You're, you're not, the plants are not are not Look, threatened. Look, they jumped on me. Yeah, look at that. You wow. <coughs> But all those all those webs can be kind of unpleasant. Yeah. So it's multiplying because they're multiplying. Why are they multiplying? But, but it's in this not. Heat? But it's not it's, hurting. Because the there's insects to eat. So Mother Nature's trying mos- they, mosquitoes, all kinds of things, gnats. Yeah, and these and these plants, the the foliage looks really good and lush. You probably are attracting insects that they're feeding on. And so they're, the, those spiders are prospering along with them. So would y'all get rid of them or leave them alone? But it's making webs all over I think I, I think I would just spray them out of there with water. Just, yeah. If it bothers you, we can kill them. And if it doesn't bother you, then leave them alone. 
Okay, but then what about this whole thing? You're not supposed to spray your bushes with water because it brings the, the mosquitoes. Who said that? Well, mosquitoes live in the bushes. Is what when I, I when I yeah mm. when it's a hundred degrees, I think you're not not going to have a, an no, issue. I don't have to worry that much about it. They have standing water. I mean, they, they, they need they need very wet water. situations to breed. Yeah, but don't they sleep in the bushes? And that what I always hear. Do so you don't anyway. don't spray That's, the bushes at night. Just the water. I don't think they ever sleep. Have you ever seen them? Have you ever seen a mosquito sleep? No, because I was out in the dark watering uh, last night and I was getting bit. <laughs> they were night. They were up at night. They weren't sleeping. They were out there biting you. Uh, <laughs> no, why can't we get some of those bracken bats down here in the city, man? Get uh, all these mosquitoes. I think. Uh, I think you're. T- they come this way. The the little the little impact that you have like that is is not going to be, be compared to the. You have to make that decision, but I I think. Getting rid of the webs is is not going to affect this mosquito pup. Now, the uh, spiders are probably feeding on mosquitoes too. They're helping me. Don't like it, but it's helping. Well, yeah, but then am I going to get a lot of spiders that bite us and come in the house and all that? No, they're outside spiders. They know where to, they know their place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's more bugs outside the house than there are inside. And the oddest thing is, we just had the house exterminated two weeks ago, and they did the outside bushes and everything, and these things are still thriving. Yeah, the spiders hard to kill. Well, how's water gonna do it if it's not it, yeah, gonna knock the fish knock the ugly webs off and let them build a new one until it's ugly again. Okay, so, and, and they stay year-round or they go away in the winter? Uh, they might, they, it depends on the winter. They're, but they won't all, I mean, there'll be some hidden away. go away in the winter, but a lot of these do. Okay. Hey, they we need to take a quick break. For next year. All right, you okay. can hang on one sec. You can finish up with this in just a minute. 308-8867 is our number. Alan, hang on the line. We'll be right back. 308-8867. More of Milburg. <laughs> Burgers, Gardening, South Texas, coming up on The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, and I'm smiling inside because I get to tell you something you've been waiting to hear a long time. Fall tomatoes are at Millburgers. That's right. Head on over to Millburgers where you'll find varieties that are specially chosen because they do well in this area. Those are the ones that Millburgers carries. These include Celebrity or Tycoon, HM1823, that's last year's Rodeo Tomato, Sweet Cherry, Valley Girl, and more. Ready? Fall tomatoes, four and a half inch pot, now just a dollar ninety nine over at Millburgers. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Mexican bush sage or Theralis. Gold Star Esperanza, you see them blooming all around town. Right now, Gold Star Esperanza are on sale for just nineteen eighty eight in a twelve inch pot. You'll even find Texas sage, and you ready for this? Meyer lemon and Mexican lime on sale fifty percent off now just sixteen eighty eight in a twelve inch pot at Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Climate Magic knows in South Texas your air conditioner is as important as your car. In fact, your air conditioner will run over 2,000 hours this year to cool your home. If you were to drive your car for the same amount of time at today's speed limits, you would have driven over 140,000 miles. Now, you wouldn't think about going on a journey like that without making sure your car was in tip-top shape. So, why put your air conditioner through it? For just $84.50, Climate Magic will tune up your system and make sure everything is running properly. A Climate Magic AC tune-up could save you money, too, because an unchecked, inefficient, unit will cost you more to operate this summer. 
for a limited time, when you get the 8450 tune-up, Climate Magic will give you a $10 gas card as a thank you for trying their service. Call Climate Magic at 210-340-8240 and ask for the summer gas card special to keep your air conditioner and your gas tank happy. 210-340-8240. Texas License 1531C. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Make the call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Your tub is nice, but slick as ice. It's time to call Safe Showers. We chose Safe Showers because they explained in detail everything their installer and master plumber would do and did all they said they would do in only two days. We took our first safe shower on the third day and loved it. My goodness, it's so easy to keep clean, and the 4-inch curb on the skid-resistant floor makes it so easy and safe to access. Look at Safe Showers. They're local, with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Replacing bathtubs and shower walls with a beautiful system is what they do, and they do it well. Call 655-1111 for a free estimate or a showroom appointment. For senior specials, call 655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Safe Showers, 655-1111. Jay Sekulow tells it like it is on healthcare. As a lawyer that has been practicing law for almost 40 years, that has done cases at the Supreme Court of the United States, you have to have a plan, and you've got to be able to execute the plan. And what I think happened here was a failure to execute the plan. After seven years of campaigning on repealing and replace, when you have the opportunity to do it, you, you couldn't, couldn't put, put it, it together. together. The Jay Sekulow Show, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5, on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we've uh, been so patient, or Alan has been so patient, at 308-8867. Alan, thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Oh, uh, yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, I have a kind of an agricultural question. So, so I drive my truck all around Central and South Texas, and I see these, you know, everything's nice and green in most places. I mean, so far, but it's kind of drying out now. But everything looks green except cornfields look brown. That's just the way corn grows. Corn? Yeah, yeah. yeah it uh, they're drying it down now to uh, dry the grain down, so they uh, before they go in there with a combine and harvest the, the grain. Yeah, they generally quit irrigating about July fourth. Right. right. Oh, most so of those can... fields are irrigated, and so they just shut it, but shut it off. Right. 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 Yeah, okay. especially especially for the corn. When do they plant them? In uh, late wow. February. Oh, okay. And it, it's really strange because in Minnesota and Iowa, you, you always talk about uh, if the corn needs to be a knee high in the Fourth of July. Oh, there are knee high, and here here we are. It's knee in high Texas. in yeah, the middle of March here. Yeah, yeah. We're here here. We're quit watering. We're waiting for it just to dry up. Yeah. It's earlier, a lot earlier. 
Does that help? But anyway, that's why it, that's why the corn dr- dries down like that because they quit watering. Them. I imagine most of those fields are probably for feed feed corn, don't you think? Right. Yeah, and uh, a lot of wh- white white corn is grown for tortillas and uh, and for food food crops. Why they will use white corn? The the yellow corn is used for uh, livestock feed and. Uh, and things like that. Well, you forgot about deer food. Well, yeah. And we and people say, oh, that that's not a major crop. It is a major <laughs> crop. There's a lot of a lot of farmers that make good money on deer. Deer. Oh corn. yeah, absolutely. And then uh, popcorn. That's another variety. Yeah, popcorn is a is a different uh, selection. And uh, we don't grow. It's it's small. It's a small is, corn. Is there a specialty uh, area where they grow that, or is it just spread all through the corn belt, popcorn? I don't know where most of the popcorn. Yeah, comes. must must be some little. But now it it can, it can be grown here, but of course they just don't yeah. the market. There's not a big enough market for the, for that. So uh, and. and uh, so they stick with the yellow and the white. All right. Okay. A little bit of agriculture. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Alan. Thank you. Thank you for right. calling. Good, good question. Interesting. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We didn't find out. We need to find out from someone how uh, Mark's presentation went to the uh, gardening volunteers at the gardening essentials classes because i'm sure he talked about well that was one of the classes you could go to that would apply toward your uh, your points uh, toward their points reward system that uh, right, right right so we'll have to hear from him mark will have to call us 308-8867 mike is on the line hey there mike welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today i'm doing pretty good really uh good. you smiling <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, we all don't want that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had some questions. I've used diatomaceous earth a lot for insect control, and I'm using it now to try and keep the harvest rant off my peach tree. And I picked up a big bag of the kind you use for uh, swimming pool filters, and now I've been told that that doesn't work. I have to get the other kind, and I wondered if y'all knew. Uh, I'm not an expert on diatomaceous earth, but I, I seem like I have heard that uh, that uh, some some kinds are better than others. One is the the kind we use in the pools. Is that more of that's uh, powdery, it's, it's powdery, powdery, powdery? Yeah, yeah. Fine. and the uh, and the impact of the one that we're using on insects is supposed to be slicing. Uh, hey. uh, the shells and the their bodies slicing their bodies. So you don't, yeah, you would want you'd want more <laughs> flat edges and sharp edges than you would want the powdery stuff. I've heard that okay. same thing, Steve, but I yeah, I don't I don't know. How sure. how has your success been with those? Uh, you said cut ants, did you have? Yeah, they're they're just tearing my peach tree up. I tried everything. I put diatomaceous earth around it, and it seems to have cut them, at least cut them back some. And so I'm wondering if maybe it does work, but I just kind of thought I'd get another opinion. Hmm. I never use that. I just use 
I've used no. uh, a, kind of the same way. I've used asafate. I just make a roadblock. Uh, they're very accommodating. They have these nice trails, and so you can put a two-and-a-half, three-foot-long wall of uh, asphate, and they those that walk through are destroyed, and then they find other places, to, uh, the others find other places to go. So that's always worked for me, but I, I've never tried the diatomaceous earth. Well, if it turns out to be successful, I'll call back and let you know. Yeah, all right. Do. Sounds good. And tell us what you used. Chances are we've got it okay. here, so that'd be good. All right. Thanks, Mike. That'll free up a Thank line you. at 308 8867. 308 8867. <clears throat> uh, Calvin's article uh, this week in yesterday's paper about the Martin's headed home, and then he also talks a little bit about uh, uh, the hummingbirds and uh, how to mix one part uh, for sugar, four parts of water by volume to make your own feed, and they also have uh, pre-mixed feeds, pre-mixed solutions, I should say, uh, at at most at the nurseries and. Didn't you you mentioned that we have it here. Uh-huh. You know what else we have here? Uh, I think we still have Martin houses here. Oh, okay. Yeah, here at the Millburgers too. And of oh. course, we got they've got a huge selection of bird baths. Because this, this this time of the year, they turn from Martin houses into sparrow houses. Yes, right? if they're left yeah. in place. This I is. I believe he doesn't want to take care. Doesn't of the like sparrows. the sparrows. No. no. Doesn't hatch out the little ones, and they're from from a foreign country <laughs> too. Bill Sh- English sparrow. Bill Schumann uh, is an Schumann. advocate for you know. You know, once you've got a, a population that comes to your houses, the young generally don't come back unless you've got plenty of vacancies. And so he's, you know, every few years he suggests that you put up a new house or two, and so that you can continue to to grow the population. Hey, we got Edward on the line at 308-8867. Hi there, Edward. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about you all? Good. What's going on? Bill Sweeland. Uh, question on how to propagate a volunteer tomato plant that came up in one of my beds. Um, the question is that for three or four years, I had in that same bed... Um, Cherry tomatoes, large red cherry tomatoes. Okay, and that's right. I would, I would not replant plants every year. Just the tomatoes that would fall would grow or sprout on their own. So for three or okay. four years, I'd have tomato plants in that area. And right. then this year, now this year one plant came up, and it's odd from all the other plants. This one plant has very small tomatoes they're probably the size of a pea and they're very 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 tasty so it's that one plant that i'm assuming it's going to be yeah it's it's just in the genetic makeup of the large chair now i like those because they they fit good in a salad as far as not having to cut them in half because like i said they're very small um how would i go about taking cuttings from that one plant because I want to continue that one variety or whatever it's going to be called. Okay, you can also grow it from seed. 
Is is the plant big enough to have fruit on it yet? It's loaded with fruit right now, yes. Okay. Uh, Why don't you make a little space in your garden? Uh, We've got a write up on Plant Answers about how to how to direct seed uh, tomatoes at this time of the year, and uh, it's in. it's 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 under the it's under the I think it's in the seed uh, heirloom seed uh, write-ups. I think basically you could plant those little yeah. cherry tomatoes. Yeah, just just squeeze them and just pl- what you, the important <coughs> thing is to pre-irrigate your your prop your uh, right. bed, and then uh, make a little either flatten it or make a little raised bed there, a little uh, uh, row. And uh, and then uh, just take those little tomatoes and squeeze them, squeeze the juice out of them, and seed, right right as you, you go down the row, just right on top of the soil. Okay. Okay. I think what I'm going to do there is get a, a brand new row going because the two beds where these where this is occurring, the beds are I'm assuming are just the ground is just loaded with seed that's been falling and when those sprout uh well there's some sprouting now but really in the spring they're they're so thick with tomato plants that i have to go through there and just weed out the tomato plant absolutely you could do that but now on these little ones i'm trying to keep these little ones separate i would um start a new clean bed that doesn't have any of the old cherry tomato seeds in there i just want this one plant okay uh, then, uh, then uh, direct seed it now, okay, uh, for the fall, and like I like I was talking about, okay, and uh, uh, make sure the, the deal is 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 uh, moist uh, when you plant. So you want to plant that seed in a more more soil, and you want to plant it right on top of the right on top of the soil, and maybe maybe rake it run a rake over it uh but uh, most of the time you just put it if you, if you prepare the bed properly they'll they'll germinate uh right there kind of on top of the soil and then just uh, water it water it every every day with a wand now if you want to try something different oh yep you can take a cutting of uh you can take a cutting uh, off of the uh, plant and uh, just dip it, dip it, take it, dip it in a rooting hormone, uh, hormonidin or something like that, and stick it in a grow it in a, a shaded condition for a while till it roots. Edward, we got to go to the news, okay? Okay, thanks a lot, guys. All right, buddy. Good All right, Have we're going to take a break. Back in a moment. 308-8867. 308-8867. This is the answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 308-8867, the number to call. 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And Bud has called us at 308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? 
I'm doing very good. Hope you all are good. doing the same. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, I guess mainly I'll direct my questions at uh, Dr. Finch. Uh, the first one, a little earlier in the program, um, I heard you make the statement. Uh, I didn't catch everything, but um, this stood out to me. You, uh, you made a statement something like, when you apply the fertilizer, don't get it on the stem. What kind of fertilizer and what kind of plant were you uh, talking about at the time? Well, the usual is, uh, like in the vegetable garden, when we're doing the side dressing of, uh, of tomatoes, for instance, like newly planted tomatoes, if you get that, if you put the uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer or winterizer lawn fertilizer that we use, uh, because it's an uh, inexpensive form of nitrogen, it, it can burn the stems. Salt so you were, you, you were uh, mainly talking about like a granular fertilizer. What? A granular. Oh, yeah, it's the granular. Yeah, it's not the, yeah, you're, the soluble fertilizer isn't going to hurt anything. The Osmocote is not uh, uh, those expensive, that's one of the differences, you know, when they say it's for container plants, that means that it's, it's a less salty form, it's a more... Uh, yeah. Capsulized form because I takes longer. Um, I, I rely heavily on the uh, soluble um, fertilizer. I, I call it FW fertilizer water, <laughs> and uh, that the way my plants are grown. See, I use coffee cans, uh, and naturally, I put that uh, fertilizer water inside the coffee can so that it gets right there at the root ball. And uh, I started saying, well, gosh, uh, am, am I doing something bad by putting that fertilizer in the fertilizer water in the coffee can? Because naturally I'm hitting the trunk of the plant. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons that we, we talk about in soil preparation and the vegetable garden is to put your slow-release lawn fertilizer down a week or whenever it's convenient ahead of time incorporated in the soil and moist soil watered in and then, right. then you've got a you've got then you're kind of duplicating what you're doing with your soluble fertilizer you, 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 but if you and I think most gardeners have experienced this if you get you know you're kind of rushing or you you get to apply the fertilizer in the wind or something and you could gather pile up or you even when you take the hose and you splash it up on the foliage or on the stems that's the special problem if it's on the stems that can burn it now as the tomato plant gets larger of course it gets less vulnerable to that yeah so i i, I do need to be careful even with the uh, fertilizer water no no oh, okay really. so there, there's I, I don't have any real thing to worry about yeah, that's, no. that's really Great. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Uh, let me go to another question. Um, seven liquid on the, on the uh, bottle there, if I remember correctly. It says, uh, be, do not apply when the temperatures are 85 degrees or above. And on the dust, the little container with seven dust, it does not mention anything about temperature. Can you clarify that for me? 
most of the time when you're doing it with a, a soluble uh, so, a soluble solution of uh, of any insecticide, it has a carrier. And, it, and a lot of times uh, when the temperatures get hot, hot especially hot, like they've been hot lately, uh, that carrier can burn the foliage. And okay. so you, you want to do it early in the morning so the plants that have dried uh, are very late in the evening so they can dry overnight. So um, to be on the safe side, it would be better to use the dust when it's you know, temperatures like we have. I don't. I don't know that that's. Well, I'm, I'm not an advocate of the dust anymore because of the. I always think anything that blocks the foliage is. It's not. Is that, but I. I think you're. I, there's a lot of good gardeners that use the dust. and oh, don't, yeah. don't have a problem with it. But but if you do use the liquid, then you just gotta watch those temperatures, like Jerry said. Eight yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got pepper plants, and, and uh, the bugs are starting to get pretty bad on the pepper plants again. So uh, I need to use something. But when I read yeah, the liquid so, bottle. Yeah, seven is, seven is good. Just use it early in the morning and late in, or late in the evening. Okay. All, All right. right. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Thank good you, luck. bud. Bye. You take my, care. My old grandma used to use a dust. Can you imagine what she used? Arsenic. DDT, maybe arsenic. Yeah. The old days, they used arsenic. Yeah. In fact, in fact all of, a lot of those old uh, English murder mysteries, they talk about, you know, where was the, you know, has the arsenic been opened or is it, where is it in proper storage? And so a lot of folks use those. She's, she organic. Lived, yeah, she it's lived. Organic. She lived to be eighty-five, or and and her husband lived to be ninety. They never had any cancer or anything else from from using all that. Uh, Did they smoke? Did it? No. No. See, I think uh, yeah. If you, I think if you smoked, <laughs> it doesn't matter those other things. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Again, don't forget, next Saturday, it's a class on bugs. Mary will be teaching us. Mary was the woman that came up and talked about that spider. She'll be uh, conducting the class and teaching kids the good, the bad, and the ugly about insects. From 10 to 11 next Saturday, you'll find more about it at MillbergerNursery.com, MillbergerNursery.com. But also, uh, if you uh, know you want to go now, it's absolutely free. Just call and make your reservation. That's all they ask for you. It doesn't. There's no cost. Uh, but they want to know how many folks are coming in case uh, they get full. And this one's a popular one. So uh, if you uh, have kids or grandkids you want to share this with, then call 497-3760 and tell them you want to be a part of the class. Uh, Kevin, you were talking about uh, the experience you had uh, that we are all to pass along to the people. It's, it's, a, it's such an obvious situation, but uh, a lot of people don't don't realize, especially when we're having these hot days, when you're, you're, laying, a, you're laying your garden hose out there, and, uh, and, and if you don't believe that water heats up pretty fast in that garden hose, when you first turn your hose on, go feel the water temperature well, that's coming oh, man, it's, or, it's, even, it's, or, or if you hold the nozzle, when the water, that hot water starts yeah. flowing through can actually burn you. I'm yeah, not, yeah. It's that hot. It's yeah. a, it's surprising. And what I did, what Jerry's talking about, what I did, I've got a 
hose at the bottom of my yard that's got extra pressure on it because of the slope and everything. And every two years or so, the it clogs up a little bit with calcium, and so now I got a little bit of a drip there. So I I try to put it on some of the plants, but I went ahead and put it too close to the stem of a, a new tomato plant, and uh, you know that had been sit the hose had been sitting out there and was boiling, and I put it there, and the first thing it did was just burn that stem, and I mean that's. <laughs> Within a couple hours, it's like, boiling, just, it's like boiling water. Yeah, yeah it's really it hot. Just, it was it was tipped over. You know, it was done for. It's so. surprising too, because even I don't know. You can pick up the hose itself; it's hot, but it's, yeah. it's okay. But then that water comes out. It's hot. Yeah, and you can burn the le- yeah the foliage easily with that. Yeah, I, we we just we had when I first came here. Uh, we had a dis- discussion among the nurserymen here in town because they always said that uh, that if you if you wash the wash the foliage off with well, during the middle of the day uh, with with water that it'll 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 make a prism it, it'll make a, the droplets will gather on the plant and make a prism and we'll burn holes in the plant material and of course being fresh out of college you know and full of full of uh, knowledge i told them no way in the world can that happen and of course some of them got mad as hell and uh, some (laughs) of them (laughs) and so uh, they 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 took out the proof proved to me that water during the middle of the day uh, is bad for the plant material. And uh, finally, Dr. Uh, uh, Mr. Peterson, uh, uh, Bill Peterson, the, the guy that started the uh, the nursery that uh, produces all of our, our, our plants, uh, our, our, tomatoes. our bedding plants, tomatoes, and, and worked with me on the tomatoes for 40 years. And uh, he called me, he said, well, Said you were wrong when it would, uh, we uh, said come out here. I'll show you what happened to, when we watered a plant during the middle of the day. And uh, I went out there, and his his flats they they sold seed in in flat bed in seedling flats, and they were just burnt to the ground, burnt to the huh. ground. And what had happened was somebody. <laughs> Somebody had had gone to water these tender seedlings and uh, tender transplants, and just picked the water up, turned it on, and started watering. Well, they were watering with boiling water. Oh, oh, wow! And the and the seedlings are so tender, just 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 like you paid gasoline on them or something. Huh. So, uh, so yeah, yes, you can water it in the middle of the day. No, there's no prism effect on on the foliage. Because and uh, but uh, you've got to be careful of that hot water, especially at this time of the year. Got Bert on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm staying cool. I'm getting ready to. Uh, Carpet clean in my apartment, so I ain't going outside for a while. <laughs> Smart man. 
But I got some, uh, I called you guys in February with the, in the apartment complex that had bed bugs. So I'm right here on the National Pesticide Information Center at, uh, ORST, I think, dot edu. I think that's Oregon State Education and there's the Diatomaceous Earth General Fact Sheet. I found out about it because it, I did the, got the stuff and uh, put it all along the uh, walls and floor, and uh, no bed bugs came up. It it does what it says. I'm looking at it. Uh, there's either food grade or non-food grade, and the guy was saying that you have to put it on as a powder, but they, they give all kind of things like cool wettable powders, pressurized liquids, and, um, and so it just I'm looking at a picture of it, and it looks like, a mess of barbs from barbed wire, glass, and all kinds of things. It's a micro, mm. it's a microscope picture. So it says it kills them by its sharp edges are abrasive and it speeds up the uh, dehydration effect as long as they right. walk through it. So, so it actually worked on bed bugs? Yeah, bed bugs and spiders. That lady that was talking about spiders too, because it was like you, you was talking about that. I found out spiders, bed bugs, ticks, and fleas are the hardest to kill. In the insect realm, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bed bugs are a nightmare, I guess. Uh, yeah, because you, yeah. Well, I knew where they were would migrate to when they treated her her apartment. So I put them. I put the powder around every like pipe, you know, because apartment complexes they run everything. All kitchens are on top of kitchens. All bathrooms are on top of bathrooms. All heating systems are on top of heating systems. So I just anything that had a ho- opening in the um, where they could come to, I just put a bunch around it. And, I only found one, and after six months, I took all my my bed bug traps off, and I got nothing. Good. That's yeah. That's, that's lucky, great. Lucky. That it work for you. Very cool. Yeah. So Thanks. tell him to look up that site. I'll say it again. It's just n p i c at a c e dot o r s t dot e d u, and it says we're open 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. So I'm figuring it's got to be Oregon State. Okay. Is right. that, okay, thank you for that information. All right. Thanks, ma'am. You're welcome. Right. Bye now. Bye-bye. James is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you yeah, doing today? You? I'm great. You tell? Good, good. What's going on? I I got a question that maybe y'all would know. Uh, on Jenny Patines, if you want to plant some... You know, when the berries turn red, what is the trick to get them to sprout? Uh, if you, I don't think if, if, yeah, hey, uh, birdies, you're coming in the and birdies, out. Birdies, they pass through the bird. They they grow everywhere. Yeah. Uh, nah, it, it, dep- it depends on the patine. Uh, some some people say. Some some people say the best way to plant them is directly out of the patine. In other words, uh, uh, plant you know like we were talking about that cherry tomato a while ago. Uh-huh. Just plant them st- straight out of the seed immediately. Well, and, I have uh, some some, some people some, some people say that they need a uh, that you need to put them in a the freezer for a couple of days. Freeze them for a couple of days. Yeah, especially, I had especially heard the, some, the dried seed. I had heard there was some process you do to them to get them to sprout, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I think they, they were probably talking about that freezer deal. 
but oh, yeah. like I said, it depends on the variety of chili pertain that you're using. The uh, the uh, transplant producers uh, that grow the chili pertains that are sold here on the, at Millburgers, oh. uh, they just just plant the straight dried seed, just like they would a tomato. And yeah. uh, and grow them that way without any kind of pretreatment. So uh, they're, they're kind of funky to fool with. These are the big chili chili pekin. They're like the big as the tip of your little finger. You know, okay. they're not the little ones. They, and I've tried it. Let the, the seeds dry and then plant them, and well, maybe one out of twenty will come up. Yeah. Well, uh, how are you extracting the seed? Well, I wait till it, the pepper gets real red, and then I let them dry, and then I, I just crush it in my fingers and get the seed out. Okay, try this. Uh, let the let the pepper get red, and then extract the seed. Uh, now, the way I do that is uh, let the pepper turn red, remove the stem. And then uh, put them in a, uh, a Ziploc bag with a little bit of water, not much uh-huh. water. And uh, and then I step on them, crush them. Yeah. And then, again, this is on uh, plantanswers.com, uh, extraction of small, pe- small hot peppers. Is there a minimum amount of weight you have to have to do that, Jerry? Or <laughs> no, no. James may not be. My, mine has worked real well. <laughs> but any, anyway, right, just kind of stomp them. And, uh, and I found that you have to, have to with chili protein, you have to... Uh, have to stomp, stomp them the first time, and then uh, and then wait a, a couple of days to, to, for the uh, for the seed to for the uh, coating to uh, uh, get a little softer, and then stomp you, you them. You leave again. them in the yeah, leave them in the plastic bag. Leave them in the bag with a little water. Yes. Well, how many? How and long? A couple of days. Yeah, uh, until. Like I said, like I said, you stomp them the first time, and and crack 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 the peppers, the fruit, uh-huh. yeah. and then you give it a couple of days to to uh, rot or to to get softer. Then you uh-huh. stomp them again, and that that that'll get most of the seed out. And then uh, then after you do that, uh, give them another couple of days, probably stomp them again. And then, are uh, either squeeze them through the plastic bag with your with your fingers, and then yeah. and then once once that once they're mushy, once they they've become mushy, between uh, your stomping deals, then then you can uh, the seed will go to the bottom, and they uh, and you just squirt a squirt of water in there, and the seed will go to the bottom, and the the debris will come off the. You pour the debris off the top. Okay, I'll give that a try. And uh, that that seems to work better than letting letting them dry. Because when you let them yeah. dry, you damage the seed when you're trying to get the seed out. Yeah, I see. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, Thanks, good sir. luck to you. Thanks, James. 
All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 308-8867, 308-8867. Lots of good calls today. Be a part of that, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up. I'm Milton Glick with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, ready to talk gardening with you in just a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, and I'm smiling inside because I get to tell you something you've been waiting to hear a long time. Fall tomatoes are at Millburgers. That's right. Head on over to Millburgers where you'll find varieties that are specially chosen because they do well in this area. Those are the ones that Millburgers carries. These include Celebrity or Tycoon, HM1823, that's last year's Rodeo Tomato, Sweet Cherry, Valley Girl, and more. Ready? Fall tomatoes, four and a half inch pot, now just a dollar ninety nine over at Millburgers. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Mexican bush sage or Theralis. Gold Star Esperanza, you see them blooming all around town. Right now, Gold Star Esperanza are on sale for just nineteen eighty eight in a twelve inch pot. You'll even find Texas sage and you ready for this Meyer lemon and Mexican lime on sale fifty percent off now just sixteen eighty eight in the twelve inch pot at Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four on Boulevard Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch The Little Mermaid. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave & Buster's, South Alamo Medical Group, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. Genie Bath Systems right here in Military City, USA, supports our military and backs it up. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Now's the time to be proud in the home of the brave. Genie Bath Systems delivers quality to your home with made-in-the-USA walk-in showers and tubs at 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. The Genie Bath Systems promise is treating all our listeners with respect, staying within your budget, and making sure you don't have to remodel or repair your bathroom for the rest of your life. Check out their incredible warranty at GenieBathSystems.com and all veterans and active duty military get a 20% discount. Call for a free quote and when you purchase a new Genie Bath Systems walk-in shower, you'll receive a second bathroom 50% off. If your bathtub isn't becoming to you, you should be coming to Genie Bath Systems. Call them at 210-739-1372 210-739-1372 or visit their beautiful showroom off of Broadway on Freedom Drive GenieBathSystems.com Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We know what elected Donald Trump to the White House better than any other candidate. He understood how to bring jobs back to America. And we will celebrate this effort on Tuesday, July 25th, when we broadcast live from From the the White White House House. in our first ever Made in America tour. Beginning with Hugh Hewitt in the morning, join the Salem Radio Network for this historic day live from the White House. Made in America, sponsored by Sergio Martinez and Help You Sell and Robin Hoppus of Big State Financial here on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Joe Walsh wants to see fresh blood in Congress. Here's the problem. We have Republicans and Democrats who've been there too damn long. Too damn long. Neither party has a monopoly on, on the career, on the professional politician. Because they've been there so damn long, they have lost touch with what's going on out here. The Joe Walsh Show, weeknights at 10 on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Milburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're ready to talk gardening with you when you call us at 308-8867. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, but I want to reemphasize it today. Hmm. And Calvin's uh, Dig In Now section, uh, the last two two tips or hints he gave was, uh, the first one is watch shrubs and trees that have been planted within the last two years closely. Okay, so if you've planted a shrub or tree... Or something within the last two years. It's all, almost to the point of three or four years, but uh, definitely two years. If they show signs of wilting, water them directly at the trunk with the hose. With the hose. And by water them, we don't mean just throw a little water on them. We're talking about let the hose run slowly right at the very trunk where the, where the root ball is. And uh, put the water hose on the slow drip or slow, well, slow drip, I guess, would be the correct terminology. But let that thing, we're talking about let it run slowly where it doesn't run off. For newly planted shrubs and trees for at least an hour. Wouldn't you say an hour yeah. or more? And then you, you know, and... It's not going to be an immediate response, so you got to do it uh, again. I don't know what I, th- I say there, but generally, generally maybe uh, second time that first week, and then after after that, once a week until you yeah. get the plant looking good and yeah. and moisture in the soil. Because once it desiccates or dries out, uh, it yeah. takes it a while to recuperate. Well, and there's some there's some of them once they've started that decline that. Viburnums are always, once they've started that severe decline, there's sometimes you can't reverse it. Yeah. I think hollies are a little more responsive. But. Yeah. Root systems are slow to expand in the heat. That's an understatement. And the root balls are prone to dry out. Just keep in mind the, the, the plant that you got one or two years ago uh, was from a nursery. It was in a container. And uh, if you come to Millburgers, you see people with water hoses watering those containers constantly. They've got a crew out here, and that's all they do is water those those uh, containers, whether they're gallons or five gallons or 20 gallons. But uh, they make sure that they, they get some water. And so once you put it in the ground... You can't walk away from it and say, well, this is a drought-tolerant plant. And all that's true after it's established, after it's well-established, where it can fend for itself and get its root system out into a 
larger uh, volume of soil. But until that happens, you're basically watering that root ball just like you had in the nursery. And if you don't do that, they will slowly decline. Sometimes not so slowly. Well, yeah, sometimes not so slowly, depending on how old they are. Yeah, and then another situation is a stressed, a plant that's in a specially stressed situation. I always think of parking lot plants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, I mean, they're so vulnerable. I mean, after they're established, it's amazing what they can survive, but they're out there, they usually are limited by asphalt or concrete, and a 100-degree heat in the full sun is just radiating off that asphalt, so I don't know what it gets to milk. It didn't uh, maybe, you know, 130 degrees. So you may have, you've got something that's stressed like that. Um, They may be in the same situation, even if they are older than than two years. I'm certain a lot of people are listening and say, well, I don't have to worry about that because I've got an automatic uh, water system for the grass. It's for the grass. And uh, you you notice that that water system comes on. What are, what do we run a, a automatic water system? But you can, well, of course you can set the time on it once a week. Yeah. Once a week, uh, an hour every station. Yeah, it depends on the sprinkler system, but yeah, that that is an hour is a lot a lot of time. For yeah, most of them. But that's shooting the water out. Yeah. Yeah. Over a, a larger volume, a larger area of of, yeah. uh, of lawn, and that does not, hear me, does not water your uh, uh, newly planted shrubs. And if you've got any kind of uh, slope, your, yeah, pen- your right. penetration, you, all you have to do is dig into that soil to see how far that water penetrates. It's not very far. It's enough for the lawn usually, for the lawn grass, because it. Uh, you know, it's got that root system, just the whole mat there. But right, but uh, it's got to get down. Got get down. You know, to the root 10, ball. 12 inches to to that root ball. Get that root ball. And then uh, the second uh, entry was that peach and plum trees had a tough time this year because of the insufficient chill hours and hot, dry summer. If fruit buds are going to form this summer, the fruit the fruit but the fruit buds, uh, which will produce fruit next year, are forming now. And we used to say June, didn't we? Yeah, June and July. June and July. And then... And you've got to keep those fruit buds healthy uh, once, once they form. And uh, the, uh, they need to be irrigated every two weeks or more frequently. Now I'm, I don't I don't have any I don't have any peaches or, or plums or anything like that, but I treasure my satsuma that I have got on the side of the house in a very shallow soil, and so if you, if you and I've got a lot of fruit this year, so I'm really being conscious uh, conscious about uh, a variety. Water, making sure they don't dry out because if they if they dry out, are you watering it? Once a week. Once a week. Uh, if if you if you if you don't if you don't uh, take care of it, you 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 may have fruit, but the fruit may be dried out. 
Mm. A lot, a lot of people in October and November, when the, when they start harvesting the fruit of satsumas, say, "Well, I break the, when I break the fruit over, it's dry, or small and small. It, it's dry and small, or small and dry. Uh, so, and that has to do with the way you watered it this summer. So we're just giving you fair warning, uh, and uh, we'll probably do that since it's going to be a it's supposed to be 100 degrees for the next week or two. And Milton has just spent a half hour trying to find the rain on the way. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't had any luck. So. There's some in Louisiana. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's always raining in Louisiana. Maybe it'll come this way. <laughs> but uh, keep these keep these things about. You've got to, if you expect good quality fruit off of your trees in either next next year or this year, on satsumas and and limes and things, you you said you got new new limes and lemons, but they're in containers. In right? containers, so, so you water those every day. I'm I'm watering them at least every other day, but I have to check them every day. Yeah, yeah. And if I've got one that it's in a in a half whiskey barrel that the barrel is kind of disintegrating a little mm-hmm. bit. Then I do have to water it every day yeah. until this hundred degree heat is over. Especially since there, they've got fruit on there, and they've got, again, you've got an even with a whiskey barrel, you've got a relatively small root system supporting a really thick crown full of fruit. So you, you said you don't have much slack there. You said you were going to find something wrong with Calvin's article on steps to grow tomatoes. Did you? <laughs> did you have any luck? No. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> Don't be reminding him. I, I've, Sorry. I've read it two or three times, and I'm, every every time I think of something, yeah, I said, well, you know, he talked about fertilizer, but he didn't talk about how much fertilizer. And then I go back, and there it is. Oh. How much fertilizer. Mm. But uh, the article he's talking about was the article on uh, fall tomatoes that were in last uh, sat- last uh, Saturday's uh, Express, and so uh, I I, li- I, li- I like the way it's laid out. It's it's, a, it's almost a, somebody called in yesterday and wanted a step by step description on how to grow tomatoes in the fall. How to how to grow some successful tomatoes in the fall. So this this lays it out to everything from pre-irrigation of the of the soil to uh, fertility and soil preparation and things like that. I've got that. I put that on plantanswers.com on the website plantanswers.com. Uh, and uh, it's the, the first topics of the month in red on the right right hand side there, and it's it's got a title of Finch Fall Tomato Article, and then right under that it's got uh, got a link to the uh, uh, information on the Ruby Crush tomatoes. Now, like I said, they won't the Ruby Crush won't be available uh, till the uh, first week in August. So, just over a week and a half. Week and a half. Yeah, ten not, days. Not, not long. But uh, and if you want to see Ruby Crush, uh, Ruby Crush are, are the the real dark red uh, tomatoes that are on the uh, gallery of of M images on plantanswers.com. When you open open up the page, you see tomato pictures 
in a gallery or, or rotating through on a gallery. You can click and see the entire gallery. But uh, the Ruby Crush is a, is a new tomato that really impressed a lot of people. And uh, I didn't realize how red that thing was, how much lycopene it, it had in it, until uh, till I start, started looking at my own pictures. And, uh, the, and we also got uh, Roma Surprise picture, uh, picture. And the Roma Surprise is the one that's kind of a uh, light, light red color compared to the extremely dark red colors of the... Uh, uh, Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. And the interesting thing about this Ruby Crush, the, kind of the, the reason we're interested in it, was that it uh, it has a smaller to plant. You know, we, we talk about how how good uh, 968 uh, carry, but it, a lot of people just want something on the patio that, that they can have cherry tomatoes in. But uh, sometimes, sometimes uh, 968 will get a lot bigger than the cages, even though when we first tested 968, uh, I, wrote, I wrote to seed companies and got told them, send me your dwarf cherry tomatoes. And so it is a semi-dwarf, but it's still we're still looking at five feet. And even even the... Ruby Crush requires more than a one-gallon container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had that conversation yesterday, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, with a, a gardener that's trying to raise tomatoes in one-gallon containers. Yeah, and, and that's that's it's almost impossible to keep them watered, and definitely impossible to grow them to the size that uh, that you that you want to do. Now, what we recommended to her was that she take that gallon plant. And uh, maybe trim it back a little bit, and then put it in a larger uh, whiskey barrel size container yeah. or five we, gallon. We anyway. said five, and she just was aghast. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's so big, yeah. But uh, anyway, that article is on there. I, I haven't gone into detail on it. What I want to do uh, maybe next week is is take that article and go through it point by point. On growing fall tomatoes, so that's why I put it on uh, PlantAnswers.com. And just to remind you, in addition to the to the Ruby Crush, the uh, Roma Surprise will be available about August first. There'll be a few Surefire. Those of you <laughs> that are like me that really like the Surefire, the really fast producer, relatively small tomato, medium-sized tomato. Uh, in the fall, there'll be a few, so you got to be kind of Alert, we'll let you know. Of course, they'll have them here at Millburgers, and we'll let you know when they're here. But uh, uh, you get those three varieties in place, and you'll beat the cold for sure. Yeah, you're going to have early tomatoes. Just like, just like we did last we did it. We were successful last year. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308 8867. 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and I'm smiling inside because I get to tell you something you've been waiting to hear a long time. Fall tomatoes are at Millburgers. That's right. Head on over to Millburgers where you'll find varieties that are specially chosen because they do well in this area. Those are the ones that Millburgers carries. These include Celebrity or Tycoon, HM1823, that's last year's Rodeo Tomato, Sweet Cherry, Valley Girl, and more. Ready? Fall tomatoes, four and a half inch pot, now just a dollar ninety nine over at Millburgers. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Mexican bush sage or Theralis. Gold Star Esperanza, you see them blooming all around town. Right now, Gold Star Esperanza are on sale for just nineteen eighty eight in a twelve inch pot. You'll even find Texas sage and you ready for this Meyer lemon and Mexican lime on sale fifty percent off now just sixteen eighty eight in the twelve inch pot at Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Make the call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. Your tub is nice, but slick as ice. It's time to call Safe Showers. One morning, when my wife and I finally admitted that we were both having difficulties climbing in and out of our slippery old bathtub every time we showered, it was time to call Safe Showers. They explained in detail everything they would do, and in just two days, they did everything they said they would do. We took our first safe shower the third day after the project began and loved it. If you want a safe shower, call them, 655-1111. That's 655-1111. Visit them on the web at safeshowers.com or call 655-1111 for a showroom appointment. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Showers. 655-1111. Hi, this is Jan Johnson, host of Project One, where weekly we connect you with a nonprofit organization that is making a difference in the lives of those who just need a little extra support or encouragement. Project One is to connect one person, one hour, and one life is changed through volunteering and mentoring opportunities offered by these amazing organizations. We want to invite you to come and meet them at our Project One Mixer this Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Documation Headquarters off of Loop 6. 1604 and Lock Hill Selma. To RSVP, please go to this station's website and click on the tab Project One to RSVP today. Come and meet with 12 organizations that are needing someone just like you, or maybe a family or even a business, to find out how you can get involved with these organizations. Come out and meet with them. So go to the station's website, click on the tab Project One, and RSVP your spot today. And bring a friend or bring your family or bring even maybe some of your coworkers. And we'll see you this Wednesday at 4 p.m. at Documation. One hour, one person, one life changed. Will that be you? Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, and medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision. Because of that, you're making hard decisions on a very hard hard topic. But knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where peace through planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800, 308-0800, online at weisingerlawfirm.com. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, where we go right back to those phone lines. See if we can help out Lloyd at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, Lloyd, welcome to the show. How you doing? Just great. Thank you. Hey, I've got Good. a question. I've got some uh, Mexican buckeye seed. Uh, is it feasible to try to plant those and raise a tree? Or is that what are they? Mexican buckeye. buckeye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people plant them out. I don't know what to... What you have to do to the seed? Maybe I, I would. Try, I would if I would. I collect it. When do you collect the seed? In in uh, in the fall? Well, actually, right now. I just collected about a week ago. Yeah, it's, I've got a my back uh, fence has got a long deal of Mexican buckeye, and the seeds mature now. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, really, I don't think they need refrigeration. No, I don't think so. I don't see a lot of seedlings come up, though. I see it spread by roots. Yeah. Uh, but surely, I mean, it's a, it's a slow grower. I know that from seed. But uh, if I were going to do it, and uh, for, first of all, you can look, uh, get the, get the uh, scientific name of Mexican buckeye. And get on the internet and look for uh, germination of that genus and species. Okay, and uh, and see see if you can find if 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 they. If, I imagine the sources on there that will tell you if they need any kind of special treatment. If you can't find anything, what I would do is. Uh, Go ahead and harvest them now, and uh, they're dry. Make sure they're dry, and then uh, put them in a mason jar, or fruit jar, with a uh, with a little damp paper towel in there, and put put it leave leave them in the refrigerator or hydrator or whatever until next spring, and then plant them next spring in in March. In April. Okay. That's a, now, now look, watch them, watch them, and in, in about 30 days or 40 days, look at them and make sure they're not sprouting in the refrigerator. If they are, you can just plant them on. Then you, you can just plant them right now if they start sprouting in there. If And uh, if you do that check, though, on the Internet, you may find that they're, you don't even have to go through right. that process. Right, you don't even have to go through you, you just might as well plant them right in gallons uh, right now, put them in yeah, a yeah, shady area. But that does surprise me. I was thinking all the seeds they produce, you, you'd think that there'd be a ton of them around. Yeah. They don't seem to be popular with uh, the squirrels or the birds, the seeds, don't I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're poisonous or not. So are you, are you like the looks of them, the... Yeah, kind of like the kind of red. Yeah, they're yeah, in the spring. They're really pretty sure. Oh yeah, they show it in the spring, and then they have those uh, those nuts. Yeah. Well, can you? Or they have like rhizomes? Do they spread by rhizomes or? I think they just have a, a fibrous root system. Oh, okay. You, uh, if you got you've got a bed of them now. Oh, they're on a county road. 
turn. Oh, okay. Is that, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, you could just go. You know, I've just, I have to admit, I haven't really noticed mine. The only time I notice them is when they're blooming. Blooming, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would just go dig, if you can, if it's legal where, you're, where they are, you just go dig and check and see, see, see if you see any sprouts out there. I suspect they make thickets, so I suspect there'll be sprouts. And you might be able to just harvest a few top with some root system with them. Good. All right. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. I'll try to remember to check mine too, because they're they are getting a lot more attention yeah. lately. Are they on the on the saws list? So I think they're on one saws list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're on this, this one Buckeye, this yeah. year. Yeah, because they are a good drought tolerant plant. Oh yeah. Once they get established, they're big time. Native. I can't think they're native to the hill country. Could be. See a lot of them up there. All right, again, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Uh, hey, the uh, person, I'm forgetting his name, who called us with the bed bug uh, situation and the diatomaceous earth, we had a caller that uh, wants to reach out to you. So if you uh, want to call the station back at 308-8867, and uh, Carla will explain everything to you, 308-8867. All right, that's our phone number, two. If you've got a question, you can call us on that, uh, 308-8867. One thing I wanted to mention, uh, of course, you gotta, you got to be on the Internet, but uh, some, sometimes it's very hard to explain things like uh, direct seeding of uh, tomatoes or peppers or things like that or chilies. Uh, and very difficult sometimes to get all the all the steps in like extracting a small hot pepper seed uh, like the chili patine. If if you come into plantanswers.com and use that uh, first search engine up there to the left under answers uh, and uh, search for search search it several times and can't find your can't find the articles uh, or inf- images that I was talking about. Drop me. You're welcome to drop me a, a line on uh, PlantAnswers.com. Uh, to to and uh, it's got uh, under the ask ask the answer man. It's kind of at the bottom of the answer section, right there, the first first column to the left. Uh, or if you can't find some something that I've talked we talked about, maybe like Calvin's article or whatever, even though it's on the front page, uh, drop me a line. Uh, drop drop me a line, and I'll I'll help you find it or, or direct you to it. Well, and you can you can go a lot of way a lot of ways to communicate with any of us. You can go to the Millburger website or Milton to KLUP website or the plantanswers.com and right. all the messages get sent to the uh, to the right uh, place to get the answer. Right. Alright, 308-8867 Trace is up here on the porch with us help us wrap up today, Trace. What's going on? Almost? Alright. Well, let's see. It's a beautiful day. Good selection of tomatoes. And I see Calvin's picked out a few. Yeah. Um, so still a real good selection there. Lots of color for the uh, 
backyard barbecues, so I want to encourage everybody to to plant and uh, enjoy it while they're having the fajitas and hot dogs and everything that's cooked in the back. I want to mention on the tomatoes, uh, like I say, Mill Burgers is probably the number one source of tomatoes in the, in South Central Texas right now. But uh, always, I, I want to, you know, we're we're having these hundred degree temperatures. We said over and over and over again, the, the tomatoes can tolerate the hot, but they cannot tolerate dryness. So be sure you keep them well well watered. But even even though the the tomatoes uh, survive, and even if you look at the tomatoes that we got out here, they get a when the temperature gets over 100 degrees or 100 degrees plus, the uh, the foliage looks strange. I mean, it, it, it's not wide foliage. It's kind of uh, serrated yeah. foliage. And uh, and all it's uh, that's across all varieties. Uh, I mean, it's not the variety that's giving you a problem. That's not a virus or anything. That's just the hot temperatures. And the entry, so you can go ahead and plant with the tomato, and with even though the tomato will will generate into that kind of uh, strange-looking uh, growth on top. Uh, the, the amazing thing about it is when the temperature cools, they'll go back to having the the big big flat leaves that we're all accustomed to within a, uh, within a week. Yeah, it's, it's a quick. It's just amazing. And you, a lot of times you don't even notice that it, because the temperatures in the day are still real hot. But right. it, the, all it takes is the nighttime temperatures to fall right. a few degrees, three most or four of, degrees. Most people don't realize plants sweat just like we do. So when it's hot, they put on smaller leaves so that they, they transpire less. And uh, if it's hot at night, they continue to use nutrients rather than make new nutrients. So it's a... So that's why they need some cool weather so that they can start storing and building up uh, nutrients. But it'll come. Uh, usually we get some drop in the nighttime temperatures in August. So. Yeah, and uh, the, the plant may bloom. Uh, the, most of these tomatoes that uh, we sell out here are heat-setting tomatoes. So they'll bloom, and when the nighttime temperatures get right, uh, immediately they'll start setting fruit. Now, the, they may not set fruit early when you right after you plant them, and that's a good thing because you want to, want the plant to uh, grow, a, develop a root system uh, for a while uh, before it starts having a a, bun, a a heavy fruit load on it. So uh, basically, keep them keep them moist, and uh, if you keep them alive, even though the the plant looks like. Uh, Looks like the Dickens sometimes, uh, but uh, they they will snap out of it and have early early fall tomorrow. This is the one where Jerry and I were talking about this earlier. This one time of the year, when you've got a little extra shade in the garden, like a mesquite tree, yeah. or, or the ash goes over the corner, those tomatoes that get that couple hours extra shade really benefit during the, these kind of temperatures. Mes- the, yeah, the ones in full sun usually in the long run. Uh, outperform those that have a little shade, but right now the the plants in the that have a little bit of shade look uh, look pretty good. 
Mr. Henry Verstraden, the, the, the guy that uh, grew all the blue bonnets for me, used to put uh, put a board on the western side of the of the tomatoes, you know, just sink mm-hmm. it in the ground so that they get a little bit of uh, shade from that uh, hot western sun. Passmores used to make a little shelter on yeah, some of their plants, yeah. yeah. And those are, those are good tomato growers. <laughs> and I, guess, so, I guess I'm lazier. I used to take my chairs, my patio chairs, and I'd set the back up where it would shade the plant. And, and that would as, work. as poor guests had to sit, sit on the <laughs> yeah. patio. <laughs> hey, we got about a minute left, Trace. What else do we need to uh, tell people? of the weekend. Yep. So uh, we've got uh, Bells of Fire Esperanza. It's a beautiful Esperanza that blooms orange, UT orange, this time of year. And as we get further into football season, the blooms change more to an Aggie maroon. So for uh, those of you who have a split house, uh, it's a perfect plant for you. Yeah, so look it up online, Bells of Fire Esperanza. Look for the orange pictures, not the yellow ones. And uh, we'll say goodbye for today on behalf of the docs. Thanks to Carlo for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next Saturday back here at Millburgers. Of course, we'll be talking about how the bug event went. For more information on that, go to millburgernursery.com. See you next week on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.